This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. To the promised land. Some of us make a mistake and think that the the blessings and the promises of God is like a hundred meter dash. And so we begin to compare man to yourself. When the Bible says, as the heaven is far from the earth, that's how I'm far from you. I don't reason the way you reason. I am not man. I don't fall sick. I don't go to school. I acknowledge myself. So it is wrong for you to begin to judge me at your level. You only know what I want you to know. Someone wrote a book, said the beautiful ones are yet to be born. So the best has not come. That's why people make mistakes and say this is the best. No, every day God begins to reveal himself to man. Revelations are coming every day because God is too much. Everything you have seen from, from whatever time you can remember, time immemorial till present, is less than 1%. Of, what, of the capacity of this God. So absolutely wrong for you to begin to judge God by your own standard. God is too big. So high that the seven billion soul, we all sitting on ourselves, we cannot get to him. If we join hands together, God is so big, we can't go around him. It cannot even be compared to the ocean that every day we bear water from it and yet it's still flowing. You don't know the beginning of the source. You don't know the end. God connected the world by himself. Verse 22. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. I'm talking about the journey to the promise or to the promised land. What am I saying? You are going to somewhere. God is taking you to somewhere. But we have made mistake to describe the journey to become like a hundred meter dash. That people can cover nine seconds, ten seconds. God is not that way. If you have to walk with him, you must put a kit called endurance. Endurance. Patient. You must put a garment called patient or endurance. If you are going to walk with this God, God will not walk at your pace. You walk at his pace. Beloved, we are on a journey. Somebody say we are on a journey to the promised land. He will take us there. Oh, I didn't hear you. I said I'm on a journey to the promised land. He will take me there. I will get there in the name of Jesus. Hero safety will tell us speed kills. It is not the person who get there first. It is the person who get there, yet his car is intact and himself is intact. We've seen people who made it faster, but their car is battered. Some broke their legs, lost their hands, though they got there faster. So God knows where he's taking you. He wants to get you there gloriously so that you will be intact. You can live to eat what you have labored for. That's the plan of God for you. 
the thought I have for you, that of good and not of evil, to give you a good end. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. I'm sure before this time, this same Red Sea became, became, became something that they never knew that they can ever overcome it. When they were before it, I don't know what is confronting you now like that, the Red Sea. You will pass through it. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear me. You will pass through it. Amen. You see, the devil magnifies issues. He magnifies issues to make you turn back to Egypt. When they saw the Red Sea and looked back and saw the army of Egypt coming with aggression, they say it would have been better we have died in Egypt. That's what the devil does. He never believed that the Red Sea is penetratable. That you can penetrate it. That you can go through it. And as I speak, there are a lot of Red Sea that is facing everyone that is under the sound of my voice. That it looks like you have gotten to the end. You cannot go through it. Read the scripture. They are giving for our learning, for our exaltation. And this scripture, verse 22 of 15 chapter of Exodus, is saying that Moses, Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. You will come out of your Red Sea. Oh, you didn't hear me? You will come out of your Red Sea. And they went out into the wilderness of shore. And they went three days in the wilderness and did what? And found no water. Somebody said the journey has begun. I, I love God because God is real. You know, I, 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 that was when we started as a church, I keep telling our people that it's only God that have told us from the beginning that in this journey, I am not promising you a crisis-free relationship. But every one of us, especially every man that wants to woe a woman, will always present his best. He will promise even what you don't have in advance because you want to present what you are not. You want to present yourself as the best before the person. Even what is not probable, you just present it. That's a man. But God is so real. God is so real that he will tell you how real the situation is. And now he's saying, I am not promising you a crisis-free relationship, but I can assure you, in the midst of the fire, you will not experience burnt. When the water comes, it will not sweep you through. Because I am present there. Somebody say, I will overcome. Was it on Sunday, Pastor Nelson was saying it? And I read that somewhere. Where he said somebody was asking God, why are, you, why are you always making me swim through the, the high waters? He said, no, you have to because I have to pass you through because your enemies cannot swim. That's why I have to pass you through them. That's what the scripture says. In everything, we must give thanks to God. God is the one leading them. And yet, God led them to where there is no water. Human body is 32% made of water. It's not possible. Drink all the champagne, all the chapman, all the coke, fantas, more, the best. Let them make it in heaven and earth. When you are done, you still need water. Are they not liquid? They are liquid. They are colored liquids. They are the product of man. But at the end of it, nobody can produce, no human being can produce water. We dig it out. God, we dig it out. That settles it. You can live on water till death. Nothing will happen. But you can't live on coke or Fanta or Chapman. Even for one, two months or three months and survive. This is where God is God. This God brought them. There was no water. 
Because you have to go through like a true soldiers. You are trained to prepare for the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's what God is doing to us. We are not raised in a way where we cannot survive situations. God wants to raise you so that you can survive in every situation of your life. That's why you are meant to go through some certain wilderness in your life. That's why we fast to prove to the devil that with or without food that we can survive. We train our system that way. God is taking them to somewhere. And so he has already started preparing them. It's called a journey to the promised land. You will get there. As you go, you are going to confront the lions and the bears of this world. Dryness will set up. There will not be water for some time. But guess what? God will make a way. I said God will make a way. I don't know who I am talking to. This is not the devil. This is God. This is God working it out for your own good. We are very easily giving glory to the devil. Giving him attention for everything. I've always told you there are issues that God is involved in your life. Because he wants to take pleasure for himself. Somebody said God will take pleasure for himself on my behalf. Verse 23 said, and when they came to Mara. Oh my God. Did they find water or not? They found water. And yet they could not drink it. You know, I've always said this. Sometimes we can get some certain things we need. At the end of it, we just find out that we don't really need it. They could not drink of the waters of Mara. They could not drink of the waters of Mara, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Mara. Bitter water. It's as good as no water. It's as good as no water. Bitter water, as good as no water. I want to marry, I want to marry. It's not every marriage that is marriage. I want a wife, I want a wife. Pray for the wife that will give you peace. It's not every wife that is a wife. It's not every man that is a husband. It's not every woman that is a wife. It's not every church that is of God. It's not every office that you must walk. It's not every friend that must be your friend. It's not every car that you must enter. It's not every house that you must stress or spend the night on. There are house, but there are some house that kill. There are some marriage that kill. There are some men that kill. There are friends that dry up your destiny. They saw water, but it's a bitter water. I'm sure the first people who tested you said, if I know. And you know that kind of bitterness that after two weeks time, they, it, the bitterness has left you, but it's registered in your brain. When you see water, that bitterness comes. It's not living. That kind of bitterness. That's not what God wants to present to you. Remember Israel, we are crying. I said, we want to be like other nations. Like some of us say, I want to be like my friends. Show me the way, boy. Show me the way, girl. Connect me. Oh, boy, link me up now. You know, say now we'll be pali pali. I mean, remember. Now we will link me up. God said, no, you are a royal priesthood. You are peculiar. You are not like them. Israel, put pressure on God. Put pressure on God. Put pressure on God. Put pressure on God. I saw a young woman who would tell their father, if you don't allow me to marry him, I will run away from him. The father said, no, my daughter, cool down. He said, no. Your father is seeing what you cannot see. But you are insisting. 
after strong pain, let her go. It's not the one that is going to live with you there. He's not doing it because he's doing it because you are his upstream. It's your best. He cannot because he knows what you have done. Something is coming very fast. It will have been late. God said, okay, someone give them the king they want. They say they want to be, I am their God. I want to do. They say, no, they want to be like other people. They gave them the king that they want. We want water. We want water. They just saw water without question, without saying, God, should we? They began to, they were the one who found out that is bitter. And they call it Mara. Nobody is very Mara on this earth. Mara. You will not experience bitterness. Amen. Your water will not be bitter. Amen. Your marriage will not be bitter. Amen. Your relationship will not be bitter. Your business will not be bitter. Amen. Your friendship will not be bitter. In the name of Jesus. Verse 24 says, And the people murmured against Moses. You know, we are the one that face it, leaders. We always are the receiving end. You pray, 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 nothing happens. You say, He's a pastor. God have left him. He's not with God. Don't know who kind of person is. He's a pastor. Moses, say pepper. And that's why I told myself, I will not be Moses. He will not push me to go and hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock. It will not force me to hit the rock when I'm supposed to speak to the rock because I want to enter the promised land also. Huh? He's the man that confronted risk his life to confront Pharaoh. He ended up seeing the promised land. He didn't enter. God killed him and buried him because of the pressure of the people. He see me. I know they hear what. I'm telling you the truth because that promised land that you want to enter, me, I will enter before you. I am going to be there before you. Moses did not tell them to go and test the bitter water. They are the ones that went to take it and found out it's bitter. They turned the anger on Moses. They turned the anger on Moses. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? If this one is bitter, what shall we drink, Moses? <laughs> and they made a man of God to cry. I'm not going to cry. I will be laughing. I am born to laugh. Anointed to laugh. I'm not going to cry. You make me cry. You start crying first. I will join you more against you together. It's you. I will more against. Not God. I will talk. And he cried unto the Lord. Instead of to praise God, they are making him to cry to God. Old man, you know how old he was when he was leading them, and they have no mercy on him. Stubborn people, stiff naked, that's how the Bible describes them. Upon all the signs that was shown to them, and they say, Yes, they agreed, and they all moved. They saw the Red Sea parted into two. They saw Pharaoh and his army and chariot. They were all killed there. And they sang through Miriam how God had destroyed the chariots. And they praised God. In a few seconds, they got into wilderness. They became a different people entirely. I've never seen those kind of people. And the Lord showed him a tree. 
a tree. That's a kind of a key. God always have an answer at every situation. Which when he has cast into the waters. That's Jesus, the game changer. When he steps in. When he steps in. Some of you are footballers. There are some certain players that will come in. They change the whole game. One is enough. Just like what Liverpool did to Liverpool in the UEFA Cup final. They shoot the guy, parry it inside. They shoot the parry. That's the end. Only him alone made them lost. It's called a game changer. He can change it good. He can change it bad. Jesus is this tree that was cast into the water. The same water that was bitter became what? Sweet. We are made sweet. There he made for them a statue and ordinances. And there he proved them. When the game changer, the master himself, stepped into that matter, bitterness will become sweet. What was not working will begin to work. Because the master has stepped in. And I declare over your life tonight, the master, the sweet one of Zion, shall step into your matter. And when he steps into your matter, dryness will begin to flourish. You will turn to a flourishing tree in the name of Jesus. Verse 26, quickly, as I round up. And said, if thou will diligently hearken to the voice of thy God, and we do that which is right in his heart, sight. And we give ear to his commandment. That's his instructions. And keep all his status. I will put none of these diseases upon thee. Which have brought upon the Egyptian. For I am the Lord that healed thee. This is Moses telling the children of Israel. In advance, stop this your murmuring. And start praising God and believing this God. Every storm that shows up is for a moment. Every storm that shows up is for a moment. There is no season that lasts forever. They will all pass away. So what is that situation that appeared to be lingering? Stop magnifying it. Stop seeing your next level. Start seeing something good coming out of it. In that delay, God is working at something. At my own time, I'm going to make all things beautiful, says God Almighty. In all these things, I love verse 27, which is where I will round up. The scripture said in verse 27, and they came to Elim. That's the end. I know there's a Honda Nigeria called end of discussion. This is the end of the discussion. It started with dryness. It started with the wilderness experience. It started with uh, no water. It, we, we saw the bitter water. But at the end of it, the Bible said, and they came to Elim. And they came to Elim. That's what the devil doesn't want them to see. He was showing them the bitter water. He was telling them, he was magnifying their test. He doesn't want them to know that there is a place called Elim. There is an Elim for you. There is an Elim, there's a place called an Elim for you. There is a man called, young woman called Elim. Young man, there is a young lady called Elim for you. There is a job that is your Elim job that the enemy do not want you to see. Wait for it. Where, where what? Twelve 
wells of what? Water. Twelve, not one. Why will you sow your mouth, your taste with bitter water when you have twelve channels? Twelve channels. Twelve options. Twelve options. And you are sowing yourself with bitterness and bitter water. When God's purpose and plan for you is twelve options. Twelve options of waters made from heaven. Pure water. Wells of water. Well, you know what well is? There are some well, we have been fetching water since we were born. The water is not drying. And then you have twelve. Twelve level for the twelfth month of the year. Twelve. January, February, March, April. Every month has an allocation by God. If only you can be patient, let God bring you to your elim, where you find 12 options, 12 levels of blessings, 12 levels of fulfillment in life. Do you know that you get to a level in God's blessings that food is no longer what you think about? You don't even, you don't, there are people that don't remember if they have eaten because they have more things that is flourishing their life. There are more things that occupy their mind and fulfillment, the joy of salvation, the joy of God, what God is using them to do in the life of people. They don't even remember food. They have, they have gotten to the realm that food is no longer what they are living for. Twelve levels of water and three score and ten palm trees. What's that? That's 70. 70 palm trees. 70 palm trees. You've seen a palm tree before. That beauty. And they encamp there by the waters. I want you to have a picture. Have, that, have, have a picture of those 12 palm trees. Have you walked on a garden? A natural setting gardens. Somebody said, what, Caribbean island? Thank you. Beautiful place. Walking. Water. 12 levels of blessings with palm trees. God, God is too much. You know Africa here, especially Nigeria, no recreation ground. You will not find recreation. You go and buy ice cream and you'll be drinking it on the street. You buy ice cream, you will stand and be taking it because there is no seat to sit down. No recreation. That's why I'm wondering the heaven Africa is going to, if it's the same one that the white people are going to. I, I, no, it's a serious matter. Travel out of this country. They have road for car to pass. They have the one for people who are pedestrians. You will be walking majestically. Or bike has their own where they go through. That's how human beings think. So when you see heaven, you say, yeah, this is heaven. But when we get there, I'm not a Mongol because my mindset, I'm Africa, but my mindset is divine. My mindset is heavenly. You understand what I'm saying? My mindset is heavenly. That's why some of you on the road, you put your hand, on the road, in the public, you're removing what you ate in Mama Put. Can't even cover your mouth like a normal person would do. Yeah. I wonder why the lady is not saying yes to you. Where you are, I did like this in the public. Africa. See, see the picture so that when you are building your house, how can somebody build a house and put one window? Human being. If that one window refuses to open in the night, what will happen? What if fire come? Can you see the picture? You don't even know how to take care of yourself. 
We don't know what is balanced diet. Gary in the morning, Gary in the night, Gary in the evening. Mindset, but look at God. God giving you options of water. Twelve wells. And then he now put beautiful palm trees. Seventy. Everywhere blowing air and breeze. Beauty. Undo, undo, undo. Life. That's how it's supposed to be. May, may God grant you understanding. Amen. Understanding. Understanding. Rise to your feet, church. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.